Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're all going to program author Dave Maynard, and he is the author of Random Thoughts on Life, Love, Laughter, and Living for Jesus. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Dave, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Don? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I have a degree in physics with minors in astronomy, chemistry, and math, and I have wanted to write a book my whole life, and I never have until now. And I have been a believer since I was 24 years of age, and I am now 72. So tell us about your book. I think it's a life-transforming blend of real-life experiences a little bit of history, and Christian apologetics, and I think a lot of people could relate to it. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience? My target audience is, I would say, adult Christians, but people that like information, but not just any information. It's information that can actually help them in their lives. I call it transformational information. And it's very practical in its applications. For example, we have our thankful time, which is an entry in there. And at Thanksgiving, we pass around a candle and each person shares what they're thankful to God for in the past year. We've been doing this for 30 years and rarely does it get around without somebody being very emotional. So it's quite a good time. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? There's actually several. One of them is, for example, how God has used past failures in my life to bless somebody. Also, there are just informational things like, most people don't know this, but most of America's prestigious universities were started by Christians. And by that, I mean Harvard, Yale, Princeton, that sort of thing. A lot of times people say, well, Christians are against education. Well, history speaks a lot differently. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? I would say it would draw the reader closer to Jesus as they see the impact that Christianity has had not only in individual people's lives, but in our culture in general. I think it's truly transformational. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Wow, that's a great question. I had one reader say it's comparable to a Christian Irma Bombeck. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a really good thing or not, but, uh, you know, she's probably a lot more funny than I am. Imagine if your best friend wrote a book about mutual conversations that you've had about Jesus and how he impacted your life. That's how my book came about. And in that sense, I think it's fairly unique. So how do you think your book is going to affect people who read it? I think in a couple of ways. It does set out specific plans and ideas for people to use in their own lives. But it also strengthens and encourages people to use their gifts and talents 
that God has given them. And they can do this. Well, for example, Moody Bible Institute probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for this one man's company being so successful. This guy gave away 70% of his personal income to Christian causes, and his foundation is still doing that today. If I told you the guy's name, you probably wouldn't know it, but if I told you his product, you would say, oh yeah, we know that. And I think that would inspire people. So how does your book describe our culture? It shows people how Christianity has positively impacted our culture. For example, how Christianity elevated the role of women, how it erases racism, how it supercharged modern science, how it helps the less fortunate people. A lot of believers just are not aware of these things. And I think if they become aware of it, it would make a difference. So how do you think your book helps strengthen a believer's faith in God? By showing how Jesus can guide, direct, and impact our lives. In this regard, I share personal experiences from my own life where God guided me and in some cases corrected me. In one case, God used an old Department of Transportation commercial to correct me. When I was first married, I used to be like Mr. Spock. If my wife would make a statement that wasn't completely accurate, I just felt it was my job to correct her. And that produced a lot of arguments. One night we went to bed and it wasn't resolved and she was asleep in five minutes, but not me. I was just talking to God saying, but I'm right. And he reminded me of this old commercial that says, well, if you don't drive defensively, if you don't drive for the other guy, you could be right, but you could be dead right. And when God said that to me, I just repented right there and I said, okay, And the next morning, I told my wife about that, and I asked for her forgiveness, and she gave it to me. And ever since then, I was not worried about being a Mr. Spock in our relationship. So you have a lot of examples in your book. Tell us about some of those. There's a lot of mini biographies of people that you're probably not aware of who have invented products or achieved honors in their profession who were believers. Some of them are done in Paul Harvey, the rest of the story format. Like William, he started out making his own soap and his company became so successful that he started making other personal care items. Eventually, 30% of the company's profits were used for Christian causes. Now, a lot of people would say, okay, well, who is he? His last name was Colgate, and yes, that eventually became the Colgate-Palmolive Corporation. So there's a lot of examples like that in there. Now, you also have some articles, is that right? Uh, Yeah, I've got some fun articles in there. One of them is entitled, Laughter is Good Medicine, and that's from Proverbs 17.22. I talk about the physical effects of laughter and how it produces endorphins. And endorphins are the feel-good chemical in our body. But I also tell several jokes in there. Now they're my kind of humor. So, But then I also have another article called Everything You Know Is Wrong that's kind of funny. Can blessings come out of your frustrations? And believe it or not, how to cook a turkey. And that is really hilarious. 
So what do you intend to do with the profits from the book? We're going to use them to fund our Pakistan ministry. Through my website a couple of years ago, we made a connection with a very young pastor who wanted to translate and teach the website classes I had on my website. He's having wonderful success in reaching people for Jesus. Now, Pakistan is 98% Muslim, and it is much like Iran in that the government and the religion are one and the same. So it's illegal to convert somebody from Islam. But he and his wife have regularly been doing that. They've received numerous death threats. They both have been beaten up, shot at, and hospitalized. But they just say, hey, this is what God's called us to do, and we're going to keep doing it. So 100% of the profits from the sale of my book are going to the Pakistan ministry. What's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? A lady called me and told me this. She ordered the book, and when it came in, she was really busy that day and had, had a lot of stuff to do. She was going to bed at 1 a.m., and she figured, well, I'll just read a couple of the entries before going to sleep. She said, it's now 5.24 a.m., and I just finished your book. I couldn't put it down. And that was just such a blessing to hear. So did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Oh boy, it sure did. I was always a very rational, science-oriented person. In, in high school and college, I majored in physics, astronomy, chemistry, and math. In college, when I met Christians, they could never answer any of my questions about proving God's existence. So I began to look at them as intellectual weaklings. It was only after becoming a believer myself, which was after college, that I found answers to my questions, and I later found there's a whole field called apologetics. So I've been into apologetics ever since then. You can even see that on my website. There's also an entry in my book that talks about how I became a Christian, and it was quite a transformation. I went from darkness to light. So how would you describe your writing style? Well, several people have said it's very conversational. It's like I'm talking with them. And I personally think that's the highest compliment you can pay a nonfiction author. My wife has said that. One of our daughters in love has said that. Several people who have bought the book have written and said, wow, I feel like you're just here talking to me. I'm blessed by that. Now, most authors have a very specific reason for writing a particular book. What was your reason for writing this book? I wanted to share many of the transformational life lessons that I have learned over 40-plus years of living for Jesus. Proverbs 13.20 says, To be wise, you should walk with wise people. I've walked with some very wise people in my adult life. And I wanted to pass on those wise, transformational life lessons that I've learned. A second reason is I wanted to fund our Pakistan ministry. So what part of your book would you say you personally like best? Uh, there's no question. It's the entry called The Seasons of Our Love, where I compare the seasons of the year to the seasons of our marriage. For example, the springtime of our love was about my meeting my wife, falling in love with her, getting married. But then the other seasons 
all look a little different from each other, and it's those differences that make it interesting. For example, in the summertime, love kind of seemed to wither, but it wasn't really withering. It was just changing form. All of a sudden, you've got kids in the mix, and you can't spend as much time with your wife alone as you want to. Then there's the fall of your life when you become empty nesters, and that's a different thing. And now we're in the winter of our life where we're retired. And yes, we still spend time with our kids and our grandkids, but it's quite a bit different. But that's my favorite by far. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? I think anybody that loves information, but it's transformational information. Mostly, I would think that would be people 20 years and older who just like to know different things and how those things can impact their life. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. It's at bssb-llc.com, and it stands for Bible Studies for Skeptics, Seekers, and Believers. It's got a lot of things on it, including Bible classes with teacher notes, student notes, PowerPoint presentations, handouts, and even videos of me teaching the class. I only get about a thousand hits a month on it, and I know that's probably not a lot, but there's a lot of things on there. I even have a fun page where I have one-liner jokes, and they are appropriate jokes, but again, they're my kind of humor. I've got a blog on there. I have frequently asked questions on there. It's quite a site. I started it about six years ago. And in fact, like I say, that's how my Pakistani pastor found me is through that website. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Dave Maynard, and he is the author of Random Thoughts on Life, Love, Laughter, and Living for Jesus. Dave, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.